0: G'day everyone and welcome to End of the Real. This week we are doing a special film about ninjas, it's Nine Deaths of the Ninja. Uh, I'm your host, Jared Kane, and with me is my co-host, Ethan Kane. Yeah, hi. Yeah.
1: Is this the first ninja movie we've done?
0: I I believe so. Which is interesting, because we, we have an upbringing where we watched a lot of... Martial arts films. Martial well, arts films. Well, we watched a lot of good martial arts films, so we, there
1: actually weren't that many ninjas. yes. Yeah,
0: not really Ninja one. Oh, I can think of a few, actually. They're, they're all weird. Actually, we should do those movies. What ones? Oh, it's like the the Monkey Ninja or the Black Ninja or something I think it's called. The One-Handed Ninja. The One-Handed it's Ninja. It's something really weird. I don't remember that at all. We have it. Okay. And it always involves like a daughter and other stuff. It's it's weird. Um. Anyway, well, let's, let's talk about The Nine Deaths of the Ninja. So... This is a film that's starring Sho and as Spike, as Spike, uh, he is apparently famous for his canon films, which he did previous to this, and they are all him being a ninja. So, continuing on that theme, he's a ninja. He's gone on one of his directors who did these other film, except what people have said is that this film is far more camp, and I think that they and I saw someone else reviewing it. They said. He's going for more of a James Bond film and yeah. feel, and that is exactly what we were saying as we were watching it too. And
1: one of the camp James Bonds, you yeah. Know, you, you, uh, Jaws wouldn't be out of place in this. It's you not know, if he turned up and started trying to chew on him.
0: Exactly. It's, it's not necessarily bad that they go for this after doing like over the top blood films, but I find like it's, it's hard to hit a good no like a good level of camp.
1: It, yeah, it, it comes close it. to just being a bad comedy. By what you yeah. I mean boring, yeah. But uh, it, it it avoids that and is just kind of a bad ninja movie, which is entertaining it, it mostly. Could, yeah, I, I when I was talking to
0: you about it, I was like, this like it has all the it has all the right ingredients put in the wrong way and like stirred up the wrong way. That's what it really feels like. It's like they've got all the right in- ingredients to make it like a brilliant, like horrible but great bad movie. But it just doesn't quite come out right.
1: Yeah, and it, it's it's the comedy elements that let it down.
0: Yeah, and exactly.
1: And the editing, I guess. There's just a lot of empty space in between what are meant to be jokes. Yeah. Oh, and right. it, it took me a while to figure out that they were meant to be jokes.
0: Yeah, we were very unsure if they were being camp or not at the start. Also, dead actors.
1: Boy. Oh, apart from Kasugi himself. And his kids. And his kids. Oh, and the and, bad people, sorry. Oh, oh, okay. Except for Shoukasugi. And his kids, and the two main villains, well, the three main villains, everyone else is a plank, a wooden plank, horrible, especially the two his two american buddies
0: actually the the lead of the brothel place is pretty good.
1: she has like two lions,
0: yep, and she does them well okay. that's all that matters, quality over quantity, yeah, so we'll get to it. This movie starts, and we're we're just on a hill, and people are blowing up because these two dudes who are in, like, army suits walk up and they attack people, and then they start pressing buttons, smiling as well, people was on confusing. the hill blow up.
1: It was confusing because I was like, have they already set explosives here? Yeah. Why are these terrorists standing around in a sand dune? Yeah, and, and it did it look is, like they were getting hurt. It's the most hilarious sort of uh, over-the-top action explosion stuff. Like, there'd be this tiny little puff of smoke, and these people would throw themselves around or slowly walk away from the explosion.
0: Yeah, and then, of course, we find out, oh, it's okay, because this was actually all a setup to show this special extreme Dart team group. called The DART, Dart
1: team, yeah. so, so
0: in that scene, by the way, we only see one dude doing, like, ninja star shit, throwing ninja shit, and this other dude with a gun shooting people. And then this He's he basically
1: uh, a cut-price Rambo.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and this guy... Then, like, the general dude, whatever, he flies in and he's like, yes, this is Team Dart. This guy's the Japanese ninja guy. And you're like, oh, okay. This is the American guy. And you're like, oh, okay. And then they say, this is uh Daphne. She's the, commu- she's the head of communication for them.
1: communication. We didn't even know she was there. Was she the worst actor in the movie?
0: She was the worst actor in the she movie.
1: She constantly looks like she's falling asleep because it... I don't know if this is what was happening, but it looks like she's... Squinting down at the script to read off it. Yeah. Because she's always like looking down and squinting. But she can't. No be matter fucked. what. No matter who she's talking to, she's looking down and squinting.
0: She did not want to be there. Like you you can tell she's just like, oh, I'll say these
1: lines and, and then I that's I, it. I mentioned it a couple of times during the movie. I thought she and the, the American. main American actor were at certain points either drunk or yep. on drugs because that they, they slur their words. Yep and they don't seem to be you know they're not with it they're they're wobbling the american dude in particular properly.
0: but maybe it's because we get more lines out of the american dude that we well, see he him is more meant be,
1: he, he's also meant to be like played for laughs he yep. is the useless character but i find it
0: it's it's a bit strange when your character's slurring his charming lines
1: yeah it's oh and he's very so
0: charming very charming
1: he is the charming character what what's his opening move oh he walks up to women, smiles at them, and slips his hand down the front of their dress. What? You know? To, uh, to, to cup their breasts. Maybe it, it's not 21st century dating anymore, but... Yeah. <laughs> to women he's barely <laughs> talked to. Oh. Women. Yeah. He's... He's he's a complete... He's the
0: biggest stereotype of, like, an American action hero. Like, I think they were playing it for a joke, that they were like, we'll make him the most American action hero ever, and he doesn't do anything except for be a hostage and, well, I, he, and fuck people.
1: K- Kasugi uh, Spike, who is the captain of the dart team, I think basically just uses him as bait. There wasn't like, a like they he actually sends him out, and people are attracted to attack this American guy.
0: Yeah, there, there wasn't really a team. It was more just Kasugi doing all the work yeah. and the American guy kind of He's pretty good fucking...
1: at his ninja stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, actually, hats off to him. Give him some credit. He's really good. He's mm. solid. Yeah. Uh, which takes us into the best film. Uh Probably there's like three good highlights in this film, but this is one of them is the intro bit. Uh So straight away we get a bit of Kasugi... Half naked, oiled up with a samurai sword. Need I say more? Oh, of course, there's about four dancers, four female dancers who are all wearing, uh, I don't know. There's
1: three women in leotards and they're doing like uh, interpretive dance yep. in front of a smoke screen. With a song. In front of a smoke thing. And Kashugi's behind them slowly slicing around with a samurai sword. It's pretty good. It is... Quite bizarre. There's
0: a song for it too, and I think the song the song's weird because it's just about saying hello all the time. It's like
1: hello. Uh, I wasn't paying attention to the song at all.
0: Yeah, it's it's not great, but that that's one of the highlights of the film. That's where I was pumped. Like at this point, I'm fucking ready for the this intro song.
1: title crawl. Oh yeah. Did we have the same interest in the intro title crawl with uh,
0: Hard Ticket to-,
1: to Hawaii? Yeah, we did. Is that is that a theme with these bad movies that have surprisingly? Good intros. interesting intro credit crawls.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll just have to see. Well, unfortunately, past that point, we kind of just get a really weird hostage situation. Oh, with Kasuki's kids for no reason at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. His two kids are taken hostage. Yeah. Along with a bus full of American ambassadors and senators who are visiting the Philippines.
0: Thanks for. I was just going to say, we really need
1: to point out for some reason we're in the Philippines. Well, it, it kind of makes sense because, um, I think Americans. Dart Team is some sort of international uh, anti-drug terrorist group.
0: Uh, anti-terrorist wait, wait, drugs group. Oh yeah, oh, terrorists. drugs come into it. Are
1: there drugs in it? Oh
0: no, there are drugs in this film.
1: Well, that, that's why we should introduce the two main villains, who are probably the best thing in the movie. Yeah. Uh, the main villain is I can't remember his name at all. Oh, it's it's like Albus the. Albus the Mad? Albus the Indestructible or the Inscrutable or something. He's, how would you describe him? He's a wheelchair-bound Nazi crazy scientist guy. Sort yeah. of Dr. Strangelove if he was chewing the scenery and just going crazy yeah. on drugs the whole time. He's and, pretty he's pretty fantastic.
0: And the thing is, too, he's the person they're trying to get out of jail is the third bad guy or whatever and he from what i saw he seems to be that guy's love or i'm not even ju- i look, didn't i didn't pick up on the uh that if it was a that they were lovers look he went on about he, that even period. if it was well, it's, bec- it's because that one scene he when he gets back that guy he starts slapping him on the chest and then the groin saying my gorgeous hunk is back yeah. So, so the wheelchair
1: bound guy. Uh, but you
0: know what? He could just be crazy. So it might not be a love thing. He could yeah, just be he, that crazy, he is
1: crazy and over the top. Yeah. And his second in command is honey Colonel, Colonel honey, honey yes. no, Colonel honey Hump. Yes. Yeah. Colonel Hump. Yeah. And that's where you get the real James Bondy sort of vibes. And just like our
0: last film, we have a cool evil female character who isn't used.
1: Colonel Honeyhump. Yeah. Yeah, or her. Oh no, women. she's used a fair bit. If anything, the bad guys are used too much. No, she, like no, are, no, they're. I'm saying ch- she doesn't even get a scene of fighting. She gets
0: scenes where she talks and says she's going to do stuff, and she knows oh, yeah, her yeah. women. But literally, they just get caught in a net at the end and don't do anything. What's the point point of having this? Well, this I didn't really think they group were group of like chicks who are meant to be like evil. and Am- ah, they, they're, they're crazy. like lesbian
1: Amazons.
0: Yeah, sort of that's what that they were literally meant to be lesbian Amazons or whatever it is. And in the end, it's just like net. It's like just go go with it. Have we're fun.
1: Straight to the end, Jared.
0: Yeah, but I just found it so sad when they just got literally a, a, a net got thrown over them. So uh,
1: Colonel Hun- uh, Honey hump and the guy in the wheelchair are definitely the best parts of the movie in my oh, opinion yeah. unfortunately they realise that and they use them too much like they'll there will be minutes on end of them chewing up the scenery and then sort of looking around going what now oh
0: he has a monkey for like half the film
1: it and then actually, it disappears was the monkey actually like trying to kill him at one point Yes, like, at one point it looks like the monkey has gotten because it's tied to the wheelchair by like a chain and it's managed to wrap it uh, itself around his neck and one of the one of the female actors actually looking pretty concerned comes up and like actually starts to undo undo it yeah as he's like strangling himself he was going
0: to be killed by a small monkey i I
1: think yeah i don't think they were meaning to do that
0: you can't trust monkeys you got to look at those things animals and
1: kids You shouldn't work with Wheelchair people A lot of animals and kids in this movie
0: Exactly It was just a recipe for disaster What if it happened to that monkey It just went away in the end The monkey just disappears Because I think they complain about the monkey But I'm not sure if it's the movie Or the actors just impromptu saying Fuck this monkey out of here Get out of here yeah, m- monkeys always seem cool, but then I always hear the stories about monkeys and I just say, nah. Well, you've Not seen Monkey me. Shines, Jared. Not for me. Monkey Shines, that's a bad movie. Oh, that oh, one. No, that's movie. a good movie. What are you talking about? thought you I meant Monkey Bone or whatever that movie's called.
1: No, but...
0: That's a terrible one. That has a... That dude from the... That, the Mummy? Um, the Mummy, yeah. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Boy, monkey. Oof. Anyway, um, so what happens is our some people on a bus get taken hostage. We then find out one of them is like a diplomat or something. Well,
1: there are a bunch of American diplomats and stuff. Yeah, It's the weirdest hostage-taking I think I've seen. I mean, I've seen bad guys put on elaborate hostage-taking scenarios, but they throw a wedding that happens to be going on as the bus goes past. But it's not just the bad guys in a wedding party. They've managed to get like, villages of people to come out and celebrate. Yeah. Because as they're coming out to grab, uh, to grab the hostages, most of the crowd celebrating the wedding are freaking out. Like, they, they obviously don't know what's happening. So they put on this giant wedding and managed to invite hundreds of people to kidnap what I thought was an impromptu sort of bus trip. Like, how planned was that thing? I don't know. Well, the the plan's in this movie, man. Yeah, I wasn't too sure what the bad guys were actually doing. They take hostages, and their demands are... To let that guy in the prison free. That That made sense. That made sense, but that's their first demand. Their first demand is for that guy to go free, but their second demand they make at the same time is for all the DEA agents in the Philippines to leave. Right. They bring that up, and they make a big point out of it a few times... And then they just seem to forget about it. I, I, I don't know. I, they don't seem to have much of a plan beyond taking the hostages and freeing their friend. Well, you'd think that the freeing
0: the friend thing is going to be, like, in a normal film, that's going to be the So you're going to get the dart team in, the dart team come in, that's cool. They're, what should happen is they try and do stuff, and then it doesn't work, so that guy goes free. And then they have to, like, get that guy and the team. But, the, but it's like, in this film, it sort of happens, but it happens so fast. They just, like, let the guy free, like, really quick.
1: Oh, yeah, they fold so easily. I
0: think the Dart team come in, meet up with the dude, get told the problem, and then almost... Then they go to the, the art gallery, which is awesome. Is there something uh, so, I missed? So does, they, he, does he become the old man before he goes to the art gallery? About?
1: No, um, I that, can't that, remember happens when that happens later. You're way out of order. Really? But, uh, oh. yeah, they arrive and they f- find out... I can't remember how they find out that he's connected to the art gallery in some way, the wheelchair guy. I think that's how he smuggles drugs. Yeah. And this is where you find out how the dart team, how their investigative procedure goes, because they don't do any investigating. They turn up to where they're sort of sure bad guys will be. And Shoji basically just throws the American out there. Yeah, as he a has bait. A, the American he's a honeypot. Yeah, the American guy has a very sex touristy vibe, and he immediately like starts hitting on people or doing weird stuff, and the bad guys just sort of, like, instantly gravitate towards him.
0: If I saw that guy, i just want to beat him up, too. You,
1: you instantly know he's, like, an undercover cop sort of character. Oh, yeah,
0: he sticks out.
1: Anyway, and then once the bad guys start attacking, that's when Spike actually starts, like, just comes in and takes them all out.
0: Yeah, but it it this is when you get something... This film did something that kind of annoys me, where they have the same goons attacking them, like, five times. So and this is the first time you meet those goons. It's just this dude. They, they just go to the art gallery and there's a dude who's just taking shots of them with a camera and then that guy runs away and they try and chase him, but he hides behind a door and then he laughs with this tall white guy. Yeah. And there's there's uh, you're like, what what? I don't understand what's
1: going on. And he will return. I think he returns like oh. four or five times throughout the movie because they can't. Defeat the bad guys and actually seem to capture them Like they don't seem to be anyone else Any other police in this movie They'll oh. beat the bad guys up Shoot them and stuff And then just walk away Like like that was the end for them they, they they beat the bad guys up And then just walk away And of course in the next scene the bad guys are back
0: Well actually we do get the best scene in the movie now Yeah Mary and her five moppets. Muppets Whatever. Okay, so this random chick comes out. I don't think she even has a line. This is where the weird comedy stuff so, should have been funny, you're, but it yeah. isn't. You're inside, you're inside an art gallery. Your phone's been taken. You're like, damn you. And out of nowhere, this woman comes up, pulls out a knife, tries to stab the ninja guy, but the ninja guy's like, ha-ha, and just easily blocks and deflects. And then behind her are five dwarves, uh, five dwarf actors and... They're all dressed up in suits with sunglasses. Yeah. And they're all jumping side to side going, Uh so
1: They they're sort of doing weird little kung fu moves.
0: Yeah. And so he easily beats the girl and pushes her her away laughing. Yeah. And then they kind of come in and they just grab him around the leg and everything and they just
1: keep going. It's, it's a really weird little fight. It really is. Because, because it looks like he's trying to fight them, but He's trying really hard not to actually hurt them. Yeah, and at the same time... I don't know. I, f- I feel like
0: that's such a hard joke to pull off because it's like... Yeah. It clearly is Well, it reminded me like... a
1: lot like Austin Powers does it well. When he fights Mini-Me, he's oh my picking God. up right. and he's, he's throwing him around and he makes a huge thing out of it. In this, they come up and they, they tackle him and he... Sort of gently tries to look like he's hitting them really hard. You know but what without the thing actually is, No, but then it.
0: he does that thing where he spins one around and he just keeps spinning around and pushes it. And it's not funny. That You know, thank you for pointing out, Austin Powers, because I, I was trying to think of an example where it's like done right. Mm. And that's one where it's like, I think you have to play it straight. Like you have to play it that they over are the a top, threat. But, like, but
1: completely over the like top. Like
0: we know they're
1: not, you know. The uh, fight only goes around for a couple of seconds. Yeah. You just sort of pushes them away, and that's it. But that's one of those awkward things where it's like, oh, we're going to have five dwarves fighting him. It's like,
0: we know, like, that's straight up. That's kind of like, oh, that's a bit of an awkward joke you're doing there. But it's like, play it so it's over the top like Austin Powers where it's like, no, this this thing's a threat. That's the funny thing because, get it? Because he's not a threat, but mm. it is a threat in this movie.
1: Well, this is followed by... But the, in these movies, they're just like, ha ha ha, he's small. It's yeah. like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But this is followed by a weird death scene that I think confused me more than you. Like I know I no, I, have, about I it. still don't know why it happened. Uh, so I don't know who I don't get it. Cor- they corner the tall white guy up on the not even the second floor, but up, up like half a flight of steps. Yeah, he jumps off land's feet first, mm. and just seems to. I I don't know how he dies. Somehow, I because hits his he head. falls maybe a meter. Yeah. And apparently that was it. Must have the impact must have forced all the blood up out of his body because he like sprays blood for a bit. Yeah, and he's completely dead.
0: Well, white guys can't jump, apparently. so I don't know. I don't know what they can't the deal land properly. That's uh, for sure. He just dies, and I think they come down and they say something really weird. I cannot remember it. That they were like, "Huh, oh, that's one way to get away" or something like that. And I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I'm not sure that he just." because they said like oh he he killed himself. Well they
1: go oh well i guess the, the end bit for this is that oh they've got no one left to interrogate. Yeah. But only because they've let everyone go. They it's... don't seem to actually try to capture anybody to interrogate. They just fight them and just sort of let them go. Well, and now... that's why they keep turning up again and again. I do think if, if the white yeah. like, if no, the American go. guy just used his gun to shoot someone, yeah. it would be much more efficient.
0: What was the American guy doing in this scene?
1: He's yeah, off in we the just, background doing something. Because Kasugi's doing he, all that fight. I think he watches him fight the dwarves and he's sort of, like, laughing. Uh.
0: uh it's awkward. Yeah. Okay, so there's uh, another scene where we get the dart team hanging out at by the pool. This is a very common thing. Oh, this theme.
1: is the... This is, like, an early montage where yeah. you see him training.
0: Well, they're just all hanging out the film because apparently what all super uh, international anti-terrorist groups do is they all hang around by pools or by the boat first waiting to be caught oh first class normally with like tanned up as fuck yeah and maybe they might be doing what Kasugi's doing and he is just chopping watermelons because fuck watermelons We're oh s- and oh fuck kittens too by the way because let's put some danger to it not only is it going to chop down onto a watermelon while but he's ne-
1: blindfolded
0: oh yeah while he's blindfolded but next to it's going to be a kitten it's like why dude why endanger a kitten <laughs> i don't care you're training Jared, what do you get from this you've got to have
1: stakes There's got to be stakes to training or else what's the point but in that training scene was that but he has a flashback in a training scene to him training at another point yes and the flashback goes for like a good ten minutes. Yes. I thought it was actually just the training scene. Like it was, he'd montage to another spot.
0: It's a it's a random ten minute scene of his ninja boss guy saying yeah. the other tribes. Like he's like, "Oh, your training is good. Time to put it to the test." The other tribe or whatever is coming of ninjas, and then he just goes out and absolutely slaughters them. Except that he does step in every single one of their traps.
1: Oh yeah, he, he is it. Throughout the movie, he constantly falls into traps. Do you think that's where he learnt his investigative techniques?
0: Because to, to fall to, into the traps. He he
1: fall he deliberately falls into traps to capture people. Yeah. That's his whole modus operando.
0: I guess it works.
1: Yeah, it works for him, I guess. Yeah. So yeah.
0: No yeah, I I I just don't know. So that scene flies by. Uh and yeah, so we're back and I think we're talking to, is it, who, who is it
1: they talk to? The security of the Philippines? Who's the, that guy? I couldn't tell. I think maybe he's meant to be an American DEA agent. Okay. Or who's in charge of the police and the whole rescue thing. Uh, we get a few scenes with the hostages in the camp, and it's a weird mix of really dark and them trying to do some kid comedy. With rape. Yeah, with uh, what, what's what's the show with Macaulay Culkin?
0: Yeah, Home Alone.
1: Yeah, they, they get into some weird Home Alone stuff. So, which is weird because I think it's before Home Alone. One of the hostage takers is this uh,
0: rapist. He's a well-known rapist
1: or something. Wasn't he a cannibal as well or something? Oh, anyway, they just throw it out there. He sneaks into the bus at night. Yeah. Uh, while the other hostage takers are on guard, and he picks up, he picks one of the attractive women, puts duct tape over her mouth. And uh, starts like stripping, do his stuff. Yeah. And while he's doing that, Shoji's two kids, who are for some reason with the rest of the uh, hostages, uh, take some was it some petrol from uh, one of the sleeping hostages, go up behind him, squirt him, and set him on fire. Yep. I, it. I, I. And he runs out while all the hostages laugh. I.
0: I I'm still so lost with this. And I'll. I say it again. Why is it so many films think, hey, let's throw in a campy joke about rape? It's always rape. It's always rape. And they go, now we're going to do the kid joke about them. It's like, fucking hell. Mm. It's so dark. Yeah. Every time.
1: He's the, he's the, the funny rapist gets his ass burnt.
0: Yeah. yeah. So from there, we kind of have this weird scene where I guess our main actor, Spike, dresses up as an old dude to catch him. And this is when they first use the American as a honeypot.
1: Well, he uses him a bit in the uh, museum. So what happens is the the uh, the guy in the wheelchair, the evil guy in the wheelchair, finds out that the dart team are there. Yeah. So he wants to take him out. And Shoji sends the American guy out to do his sort of weird sex touristy stuff. Yeah. So uh, he's picked up, I think, the secretary he's met and is uh, taking her out to a restaurant where they quickly... Re- and the two of them... Uh, the secretary and the American guy quickly realize that they're being surrounded by the exact same bad guys we saw in the previous couple of scenes. Yeah,
0: that started getting annoying. Yeah. That got old real fast.
1: Uh, there's not... And this, is the, this is the problem I had. Is like, are there no other police or anyone else in this film? Nope, not in the, the Philippines, apparently. Because they're in public, right? They're at a public restaurant in the middle of what seems to be a pretty busy park with the police... Chief guy with them, and they just get attacked by thugs who who aren't armed or anything. They, I think, they're just there to bother them.
0: And the thing is, too, Spike's just dressed up as an old dude with a cane, and then he does this old dude. Like, I I think it was meant to be funny.
1: Comes out, uh, as this old guy, and it's sort of a staple of a lot of martial arts Uh, films where it's like, Oh, there's I was thinking, Oh, it's gonna turn out there's like this old master or something, but no, it's just Shoji. And he does this really bad old man sort of act where he's like leaning down in his cane and he's got this crappy wig on and he's like walking around really hunched and stuff, which didn't make sense.
0: He kept in character too.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. He comes in... After. ...where they've lured them in, beats them up, and then sort of runs away as the old man. So he's like hunched over, like walking away. And more of the bad guys attack. And this this is the point where I'm like, are they gonna capture these people to interrogate them or anything? Nope. No. He just beats them up and then runs away.
0: So that that that's one of the problems with this film and it's it's a staple of other films where they they could be great, but see scenes like these, they're boring and nothing really happens. Because
1: nothing's happening. Exactly. Like, there's no I mean, I thought they were trying to capture these people to interrogate them, but they they just lure them there, beat them, and then Run away
0: It's a nothing scene which doesn't apply to anything It, it doesn't I mean, matter it,
1: It's an okay fight scene
0: Yeah, but it's, it, that's one where you see Okay, the American only fought one of them And he's like, ha, I did a great job but, And Soji uh, just uh, smiles at him like Yes, you did, my dumb American friend Yeah,
1: after he beats them up and they run off He takes the wig off like it's a big reveal Yeah And, and I, I was just like, why lure them there If you're not going to care, but yeah, I'm going to keep harping on about that because it's irritating.
0: Well, now we get a scene. I think they're back at the whatever place office and our Daphne chick turns around and goes, while you guys were doing whatever last night, I was doing work and I found out where they are. And she looks so just out of it. And then the other dude's like, oh yeah, we've let the, we've let the prisoner go.
1: Yeah. So they just sort of let the bad guy go,
0: and this this is a huge flaw to Which me. It's really
1: weird. They just release the mass killer. They've got the locked street. up. There's no like driving him somewhere so the bad guys can pick him up at some sort of hostage exchange. They just let him out onto the street. So immediately he gets into a taxi, drives away, kills the taxi driver who's just Straight an away. innocent by- bystander, poor up. taxi driver. And this is where we find he had a out
0: family and everything.
1: They were just. They were using now the taxi driver's bait because now Shoji's uh following him. So this this is what annoyed me, okay. What happens from this point on, it
0: makes it sound as if like Soji had this plan. Like that, they knew what they were gonna do. But, but the plan involved them not knowing. What well, the the plan involved that guy getting loose anyway, right? Well
1: it, it but, involved. But they, it's them, like,
0: but they didn't know well, how
1: That's ah, the thing. They had to be like Four steps ahead of a plan they had no idea what was going to happen.
0: But somehow they perfectly orchestrate. Yeah. It doesn't, it makes no sense because now you've got, so so, So Soji follows him and gets lost in a brothel. Oh, also the bad guy, he's really evil. He laughs a lot and pops children's balloons.
1: Is that his only line? Can you do his laugh?
0: Ha, ha, ha. I, no, I don't want to do, uh, he just, he just, ha,
1: he do it. He does the same laugh every ha, time. Ha, he just starts ha, scratching his stomach. What is it? It's that
0: weird laugh. Yeah. It's like that weird laugh from, like, dubbed films. Like, ha, oh,
1: ha, and, ha. an important plot oh. point is the uh, the brothel is, like, woe, we's house of pleasure. Yeah. That's that's important. Because he, t- he talks to the brothel owner there and beats up some guards who come out to attack him. And then he somehow manages to catch up to the bad guy just as he's getting into a helicopter with him.
0: Well, actually... Wait, oh, doesn't he, he lose it?
1: He gets. Shoji gets captured and gets put into the helicopter with the bad guy.
0: No, but he loses him first. He loses him first. And that's when the American guy then is like. Finds him, but then loses him also. But the plan was for the American guy to actually. Like, they were meant to make it look like the American guy found him. But then the American guy was meant to lose him on purpose so that Soji could get ahead and then catch him again. Yeah, that that's the shit that doesn't make any so sense. So Shoji
1: gets into a helicopter guy with the, the main bad guy. He takes out one of the goons, yeah. and then shoots the bad guy, the 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 evil laughing guy, who captures the bullet in his hand. He doesn't dodge it or anything; like he is bulletproof. Yeah, he catches the bullet, and
0: then Shoji is like, "Oh boy," and then just gets thrown out of the helicopter. Oh, he's on the side.
1: No, no, he throws the bad guy out.
0: He gets thrown out to begin with.
1: Oh, well, okay, yeah, he sort of gets thrown out of the helicopter and he's hanging on by the side, but then he throws the bad guy off. Yeah. Which is all sort of the end of him till the end of the movie. He pops up right towards the end. He is actually a lot like Jaws. Is he? Oh, yeah, does he get thrown
0: out of a helicopter? I think he does. Well, it's that sort of
1: thing where he's just a big, strong guy who doesn't talk.
0: Doesn't do anything, though.
1: Yeah. Anyway, he interrogates the, uh, the pilot and he finds out that uh, they were meant to go to... The whore boat. The whoreboat. I think which that's is, what it's called, right? No, no, no. It's Wee Woo's uh, whoreboat, which is run by the sister of the same... uh Of Twin. the brothel owner. Okay. Is, yeah. it,
0: called, is it called Wee Woo's whoreboat? Or Pleasure, pleasure Boat? Pleasure Boat. Pleasure Boat. Sorry, yeah, that yeah. sounds a bit better.
1: So there's two sisters, Wee that's Woo and Woe Wee. Yep. Yeah. In this film, both played by the exact same woman Yes, she's actually pretty good It's just such a weird thing Because no one mentions it or talks about it But it's just a big plot point
0: She has, like, barely any screen time But probably is one of the most charismatic characters She's
1: one of the few actors in the film Is she? She seems to be acting, so I'm guessing, yeah
0: Well, they get up to the island Where they meet two women who greet them And that's...
1: Well, they go to the whore boat uh, No, no, no yeah, no. Well, they land on the island near it, and they're pretending to be... we got to stop
0: going with like, the whole boat. They're,
1: they're pretending to be the bad guys. That's why... Yes. They, so, they, so the madam of the boat sends two of her women out to meet them.
0: Which they immediately capture them, tie them up to a tree. Okay, reasonable. The two women, yeah. Yep. And this is Shoji and the American guy. And at which point Shoji goes, all right, I'm going to go to the boat. Why? And-
1: why did he go to the boat? He knew that's where the bad guys were going but he, he but he knows that's also not where the hostages are or the, and that they're a different group. Why, you know, why did he go to
0: There is actually the no reason boat? there's no reason to go there. I boat. think they're just trying oh, to wait, find no, more he gets some to information. information out. He gets some information out of like a bartender. Remember he threatens a bartender? I don't know why.
1: Anyway, well, I think I think he has a well, location somehow. He swims somehow. out to the boat uh, to interrogate them. The two women are left behind with the American guy. Bad idea. Who immediately starts like, uh, question, like hitting on them real hard. And it, it just reminded me a lot of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Dennis's whole the implication thing, you know, you've got two women tied up, they don't know you're cops at gunpoint. Yeah, he's holding them at gunpoint and is hitting on them. Yeah. So of course they're like looking really worried and they start flirting back. And all I could hear was Dennis going. Yeah, they're not going to say no, because of the implication. Yeah, because it's fucked, man. No, it's like not
0: hot at all. He's like, oh, why don't you clean my pipes? Oh, yeah. yuck. Yeah. Vomit in my fucking mouth. No, do not. Like, I i was just so baffled by him. His character had nothing funny he was just like a sleazy tourist, tourist guy. Yeah. Like, he was a stereotype of a sleazy sex tourist who was on purpose a honeypot. But it's he was meant so to be weird. the cool guy. Taking me back to Hard Rock in Hawaii, where we have the two hunks, right? right. They served a great per- they were two hunks, surfing, chiseled abs, kung fu. Awesome. This guy looks like he's on drugs. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he just says the most awkward sleazy shit to women while trying to molest them. Yeah, that is not funny. It's fucking weird. It's
1: anyway. So, weird. As so-, 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 so, oh, also So-G- because
0: you know the weirdest thing too. Soji, I think Soji thinks that's hilarious, right?
1: Oh, he because, must because he's like standing back laughing.
0: Yes, because he he's sort of like he knows like that. That's where it's weird. Where it's like not played off as that's the joke that he's really creepy about it. It's like Soji thinks this is funny oh. as. Fuck. He's
1: the he's the funny American playboy Yeah,
0: because he, with that one in particular It's one way, like, the guy's like Don't worry, Soji, leave these two to me And Soji looks at him, smiles and laughs And is like, ha ha, okay, I'll go deal with the actual mission And goes off And it's like, you can tell That's where it's really weird You can tell Soji thought this was the funniest thing mm. It's so funny
1: uh, but Shoji does teach us one really cool ninja move As he's escaping from the boat
0: And the madame pulls out a giant M14 To yeah. shoot at them Which is pretty sick uh,
1: He dives into the water to swim back to shore Two of the uh, prostitutes jump into the water With spear guns after him Which annoyed me For some me. reason Actually, one second. Because that, they're not cop, uh, bad guys That
0: right? annoyed me so much Just because just, just hear me out Just because You have the uh, Amazon uh, I don't know what they are The hu- Colonel Honey Hump's uh, group are female warriors, right? Yeah. Okay. Or gangsters, is This is what really annoyed me. Her entire troop are female warriors, whatever they are. um, Have two of them, or have some of them on the boat, right? And have them chase Soji, right? Use them. Why would two working class gals jump in to attack this guy? Why? Why are they doing that? It it puts them in danger, and it's not their job. If you just use honey humps, many it would have made
1: sense. Women, but, but you, uh, <laughs> you can't say that. It doesn't make sense. Why they? Where did they get the speakers? No, no, her put women. Honey, her women, huh? I mean, her women. You're calling them men, but yeah. But uh, oh, as yeah, as you, but you put uses honey humps the, women in
0: there. That makes sense.
1: The but they never get used. That's where you use them. That's not really thinking about that didn't because you. it didn't.
0: Make, why would you just be like? oh, well, this is my job, you know, and that's fine.
1: That's, that's their job. Well, I mean, But then I, I it, their think, job's not to chase were, someone with guns. I think they were, like... Were they honey hunts? It was meant to be some sort of illegal operation. Like, there were a lot of guns around on the boat for a pleasure boat. So, but uh, Shoji shows I, us I the know. best ninja way to incapacitate women underwater, yes. which is to swim past them and just pull off their sort of bras. Yep. The, the minute they're missing the top half of their swimsuit... They just float in water. Yeah. And, and just sort of, sort of float down. Because
0: their the breasts are like uh, buoyant.
1: Apparently, See? They, they can't. Well, they, it looked like it knocks them unconscious the minute. Because that's his move. He swims past, grabs the back of their straps, and just rips their bras off. Yeah. And they just sort of stop trying to shoot him and just float away.
0: Yeah, this, this movie is. It's a feminist icon, this movie.
1: I don't know about that, but yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, moving forward. Oh, as, then we have a really weird fight scene on the beach with him against some chick. It, it's completely incredible. I don't even remember it. He just fights with uh, this chick with a so
1: knife. He's found out that the bad guys are in the mountains.
0: Right. So we, go to, we is, go to get them.
1: I mean, did no one think that the bad guys were hiding in the mountains? They knew that. But Ah.
0: Uh, so we go to get them. The American guy Rambo's up with this giant gun. I get I think this is oh, he's well, you've come forgotten. on,
1: really? Okay, so before they go up to get the hostages, which yeah. they know where they are now. Yep. They the whole DEA swap thing is being completely forgotten. They meet up with a group of Filipino soldiers that they're gonna take up with them. In the middle of the army base, The communications woman, Daphne, is attacked by what remains of... She's attacked by the same bad guys who have attacked them over and over again. In the middle of this army base, surrounded by soldiers, she gets mugged by these guys armed with nothing but their hands. So, of course, she pulls out the glue gun. Mm -hmm. A giant spray glue gun contraption that locks him onto the floor. That we've never seen before. And I, I think that's meant to be a big bit. Her squinting down at the floor going. Uh. gun, Get out of this. Adhesive. Topoxy.
0: Oh that's right. I, I think you need to be stronger to get out of that ad- adhesive. epoxy. Uh,
1: and I was like. Okay. The, she's She finally. like Did something. It, and you know what. Out of all of them. She's the only one who seemed to be able to capture. This one guy who. Sort of. Yells at people, right? It was just
0: so. Now we go into the mission. They are going into the hills. Not really much happens. It's kind of just a dumb scene. They go through. He's shooting everywhere. They get into the caves. The
1: bad guys are freaking out. The the bad guys do have a lot of really cool speeches. Where, uh, especially Colonel Hollyhumps, trying to rev up the guys. She's doing this whole ah, you gotta go out and kill everybody. Get bring me back some pig heads. Bring me some pig heads. Ah, yeah. Was their whole plan. That they were going to... The, the army was eventually going to figure out where they were. Yeah, it was very was confusing. Was there a plan to fight the army? Like, they're just some, like, gun runners, right? Or smug, I, drug smugglers. I
0: don't, I don't know. We, we never know. But, yeah. of course, they start losing. They get into the cave where...
1: Because the American guy, it he he goes full Rambo. Oh, yes. He takes out this gigantic machine gun, which mm-hmm. is like a minigun. With it, it looked like multiple barrels coming out the front. And he is just mowing people down. And halfway through, uh, he and a couple of the Filipino soldiers stop for a beer... You know, he is the all-American soldier.
0: He is very American.
1: Before going on to gun more people down. A- at
0: least he did something. the if yeah, they yeah. If that, he didn't no, do this... That was pretty
1: entertaining.
0: Yeah, if, if he hadn't... If he didn't do that, he would have literally just been a sleazy sex guy. Like, yeah, the entire yeah. film. He
1: kind of becomes the Rambo character right towards the end. Right at it, the it, end. It is quite entertaining.
0: And we have Soji going through killing people ninja style, and he goes into the cave where random ninjas appear, and he just it, fights them, and that's it. That nowhere. is it. There's nothing there's nothing to it. He just starts well, fighting some where ninjas. Where did the
1: ninjas come from? The ninjas are not high, we have no idea where these ninjas came from. For all we know, the drug runners have been using these caves, they're hiding in the caves, and there just happens to be a ninja training school there with three or four ninjas. I like, like I they, do not they know. I think they were just a separate group. No one talks about them before or after it happens. He wanders through the cave and is attacked by three or four ninjas.
0: I, I honestly don't know. Um, and from that point, then the uh, the main, that bad guy, he got thrown out of the helicopter. He appears again. He has a giant axe.
1: They have a bit of a boss a battle.
0: A bit and of that's, a boss. That's, free anticlimactic.
1: They free the hostages and that's, that. I thought that would have been it. Like they were going to go through the cave and capture them all. Yeah. But. Uh,
0: no, they Colonel Harney Hump and her troop,
1: and the guy in the Make wheelchair, it out. and the guy they in the just wheelchair, disappear.
0: Yeah, somehow, somehow that the guy in the wheelchair in the forest may, the, manages to at get the end it out. Of this cave. How? Oh, I think
1: there was meant to be a back area or whatever.
0: Right. So now we're at somebody's home. So it's Soji's kids I think it's meant playing to be around
1: like a week later, and the ambassador's daughter. That's right. There's this whole thing with the ambassador's daughter and Shoji's kids. They're all playing in the room together and suddenly all the bad guys turn up in the backyard.
0: Yeah. That's definitely the most disappointing bit in the movie for me because this is where I do not remember who, but one of them just throws a net over Honey, Hump and her entire troop and they oh, just fall to the ground.
1: Have you forgotten? I have. Because it turns out the whole thing was Daphne's plan. She's been keeping the bad guy that the house under observation for weeks because she knew the bad guys would come. So she pops out and net guns them all.
0: Oh, she's the one with the net gun. I'm
1: pretty sure she's the one yeah, with the net gun. Yeah, she does gun. way more so than the American do. they have used... Shoji has used the American as bait. He's used other people as bait. And now he's used his own kids as bait for these bad guys. Yeah. And they're just playing around like it's the funniest thing in the world. He could have died. I, these I these guys have been shooting people. This leads to one of my favorite scenes of the entire but, movie. Well, everyone
0: else is netted except for... The uh, general mad,
1: the guy in guy. the wheelchair, crazy Doctor crazy, Strange Love,
0: one well, Nazi doc. Oh yeah, he's
1: crazy like, Nazi Doctor, Doctor Strange Love. He in his wheelchair is now quickly flying away through the backyard somehow over the fence and is going through some I, sort of back. No, bar. actually, can I just say, if they had a
0: scene where he jumped over the fence in a wheelchair, <laughs> that would have been amazing. But he just goes through like a gap.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's flying away in this really I nice. I have that image area. in my head.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Shoji's chasing him down. He gets onto a big oval and he's flying away. And he's he's, he's going, ah, oh, you won't catch me, crazy, lots of crazy shit. And at the same time, on the oval, they're playing polo,
0: lacrosse, polo.
1: Is it polo? Uh, the, they're on the know, horses. They're on the horses and they're smacking the ball around.
0: Rich people shit.
1: Now I can't remember why he, he flies off his wheelchair. I do. Oh, what happened? He
0: throws something and like it he
1: throws like a rope thing that catches the wheel. Yeah, so Shoji knocks him off his uh wheelchair and then just stands back as the polo players from the other side of the field fly across, see him on the floor, and all manage to run. Over him
0: They were blind polo players
1: Apparently That's, that's why the they, horses, didn't, so he they gets, didn't see he gets, him He's on the floor Getting trampled to pieces By these horses It's not their and fault And the polo players Smacking him with their sticks Well then no They, they just they didn't had, see him They, they had no idea who he was You they, know what it was They didn't see that. ninja Polo is a very elitist sport Oh yeah And they see this badly Get dressed guy on the field They thought he was a poor person Oh yeah And they wanted to run him over It's that that's, or they're blind That's the only reason They'd have to deliberately they're just Trample this Their guy They're
0: elitist douchebags They're like Cripples No
1: <laughs> Not on my <laughs> field Not on my field No so, sir Yeah I mean obviously It's A hilarious Looking uh, Doll that gets Torn to pieces By these oh, yeah. horses And uh yeah Shoji goes back To his family Laughs about it And eats a lollipop always Oh yeah Cause he's always Eating lollipops. a lollipop
0: And he's called lollipop Which that's, is
1: That's his call sign Which lollipop. is dumb
0: Because you should have Called the American guy Lollipop Why because he's the honey trap. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. always sucking on things. I think he's the lollipop. No. Nah. Not Soji. I felt like that was them trying it, so hard to put that character into Soji. And, and it's not. The bad not. guy
1: getting trampled by the horses has to be probably the best thing out of the movie. Yeah. Unf- one of the best unfortunately, things. Unfortunately,
0: there's a lot of just in-between stuff of just fights.
1: It was a very long movie. Or it felt very long.
0: It's a very nothing. It, it's a movie, again, like, th- this is what we'll say. It's... Maybe it's a very weak recommendation to watch it if you want I'd to. i it. Like, it, it. If was, you want to, you watch it. It was
1: quite good, but it, is, it, it comes close to being just a bad comedy.
0: Yeah. It's, I just felt like it didn't quite... It's because you can tell a lot of the... I feel like a lot of the actors were just dead inside or actually on drugs. Yeah. Like, I know that it was one of the jokes was like, ah, oh, all my men are on drugs, and I'm like, yeah, no, I think this cast is actually on drugs. Like, mm. they are on drugs. Right I mean, now.
1: Shoji and his kids, they're fine. Uh, some of the extras are alright. And the bad guys are brilliant. I definitely watch it for the two bad guys Colonel Hullyhump and Honeyhump and uh, Albus the, the Indestructible mad. or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everyone else is just. A wooden plank.
0: But that is the Nine Deaths of the Ninja, where I think did nine actually ninjas... Did
1: see nine ninjas die? I, th- I
0: think we did, because flashbacks. I think we got, like, four or five. Have
1: nothing to do with the film.
0: I think there's, like, five in the flashback, and then four in the,
1: in the caves.
0: caves. Something like that. Yeah. That is Nine Deaths of the Ninja. Thanks for listening. Rate, subscribe, whatever you do on podcasts, and that'd be great.